Hey, 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 what's up, motherfuckers? You are listening to In the Cage with Zach and Gat. This is Gat. We are missing my co-host, Zach, today, but we've got a nice little filler in here. We've got the man that is going to save the day. We are bringing back Mothman once again. What is up, Mothman? Oh, what's up, my guy? I'm doing pretty good. How are you, my man? Oh, dude, doing fucking great. It's been it's been a goddamn week Indeed since I it has. It's crazy. It's in crazy indeed. It's just it's outrageous. Never again am I going a whole week. I'm sorry to the audience. I fucking every three days tops is what is what my plan is here. Mm. But, uh, old Zachy B's been sick, and uh, a couple other hosts that I was going to have on didn't did not uh, make it. So um, I I sent out the moth signal today, and Mothman responded. Of course, any light that I see, I come to because I'm the myth, the, yeah. moth, the moth legend, man. I'm a, I'm a moth man. I'm gonna fly to any light I see. <laughs> Damn, Skippy, bro. Uh, so today we're gonna talk about um, the last UFC card that just happened, the one that we didn't really cover on the last episode because I didn't really give a shit about it. Um, but we had jamal hill versus johnny walker and we saw jamal hill ko johnny walker for i want to say that's johnny johnny walker's third or fourth ko loss in the ufc and i'll tell you this buddy it was it was a nasty little knockout i mean the the actual shot didn't look very hard it didn't look like super crispy you know what i mean but uh johnny walker um it was kind of weird the way it looked like he got shocked like he got struck by lightning or something, the way his body moved after he got knocked out. <laughs> it was really weird, man. His body moves in such weird ways. I was just talking to Zach about this the other day on the phone, and that guy, I, I'm pretty sure he's a lizard person or something, bro. He's he's not from this planet. His body moves really weird. True that. Like, I don't know. Just like every movement that he makes just does not look right, dude. Even he was a – he tripped the other day uh, on the weigh-in scale. He tripped walking up the stairs, and uh, <laughs> even like his – his recovery from the trip looked fucking not right. He just doesn't look right when he moves, dude. He creeps me out. Um, but we saw Jamal Hill KO Johnny Walker. Jamal Hill is now um, now he's got I want to say ten wins and one loss, um, and I think he's got three or four knockout wins in the UFC. Um, and I'll tell you this: what I got out of this fight is that. Jamal Hill, for one, he makes reads like that, dude. He makes reads super quick on uh, as far as striking goes. Um, he he kind of okay. So he, I want to say he was standing southpaw to begin with, or maybe he was standing orthodox, and um, he kind of lured Johnny to walk one way, and then when Johnny was doing that, he switched stances and popped him with the right hand and uh, <laughs> dropped his ass, dude. And it, it was a really beautiful read. He made made adjustments really quickly on the feet. Um, I say throw him to the top 10 guys. And then um, as far as Johnny Walker goes, he's got to go back to the drawing board, brother. Um, like I said, this is Johnny's he, – he hasn't had that many fights in the UFC, bro, and this is like his third or fourth knockout law. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah, and um, his footwork. Okay, so here's the thing about Johnny Walker. He, he – <laughs> Lost a few fights, and then he started training with uh, Conor McGregor's camp. Uh, his head coach is now John Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Doesn't does not seem to be working. Um, 
Clearly not. I mean, with his record going on right now, Jesus, wow. His, his fundamentals just aren't there, dude. Like, <laughs> he moves like a superhuman. He moves different. And he's very athletic, very explosive, very quick. But I don't think he could he could throw a straight one-two and slip under a hook if he fucking had to, dude. Like, I really don't think he could do that. I, I think his fundamentals just are not there. And... um He's gonna he's gonna really have to try something different. Um, I don't know if SBG is the right place for him. Maybe he should just take some time off from the sport, honestly, and uh, get with a boxing coach. True. Just fucking go back to the basics and just yeah, get your shit re. Yeah, I mean, just get all the fundamentals back in your brain and just get it better. I guess I just it's better to go back to the basics than just think that you're going to get better just by getting a better coach I mean don't get me wrong a better coach is going to be amazing but that like with a new coach go back to the basics because like his basics could be better than the other coach that was teaching you his basics so like it's just you always got to learn new things and when you do you might actually become a a better fighter if you do but most of these fighters want to stick with one single coach that had either been teaching their family or close friends or whatever for generations and they're like oh i want to go to this guy but yet the one down the street is teaching like the next three generation fighters that are going to be like on the top of the leaderboard or whatever you know right man and like yeah that, that really is a big thing like um and that's the thing with johnny walker is like i think he just went to sbg in ireland because uh john Kavanaugh's a big name you know mm-hmm. and um but that's not that's not what he needs. He doesn't need a big name. He needs to fucking work on his goddamn jab and his defense. His defense is dog shit and his footwork his footwork was terrible, Eric. That was he kept crossing his feet up. And yeah. I don't I don't know if you know this, but that's a big fucking no no when it comes oh, yeah. to anything. Any any even wrestling, you don't cross your feet. Uh striking, you don't cross your feet. Fucking but his footwork is garbage, dude. And it, he's made up for it. Um He's gotten as far as he had because he's just so goddamn explosive and powerful and fucking fast and big. So he's gotten pretty far. But, um, yeah, no, he's, he's really got to do some different shit. Uh, and one person actually suggested maybe he moves to heavyweight because he fights at light heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I kind of I want to know your thoughts on that because I, I do think that it might be a good idea because he's fast as fuck. And you almost need to rely on technique less at heavyweight. Um I think in heavyweight he might be able to use those that explosiveness and that quickness and that unorthodox style to his advantage more than that light heavyweight where those guys are also quick. True. Well, it's uh, just like I mean, if he goes into heavyweight, I mean, with heavyweight they're just they're not really relying on speed; they're relying on power. So I mean, all he's got to realize is like if he gets hit, like he could get knocked the fuck out very quickly. <laughs> And it's or I mean, I guess the speed will rely up to him, but also if he wants to get the heavyweight, he's gonna have to pack on weight and like that's gonna slow him down. So he's gonna have to train being in that weight class and trying to keep his speed. If not, like he's just gonna have to rely on just building power. So just fucking build his my, muscles. My suggestion for any light heavyweight that moves to heavy heavyweight would be main not to pack on much muscle because um as we've seen it. The most successful heavyweights are typically the smaller guys, like Stipe. He's around 240. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Cain Velasquez, he's around that too. Um, Fedor Emelianenko, he's around that weight. I mean, all these really top heavyweights are the lighter heavyweights, you know what I mean? They're, 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 I can't talk. they're just a lot faster, and uh, yeah. they do a lot better. Um, 
So that might be a good advantage for him, but it, it almost does sound counterproductive for me to say to go up and fight people that hit heavier when mm-hmm. he's been getting knocked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just think that he would have less of a chance of getting hit with that big shot at heavyweight. Yeah, I feel that because especially of him with his speed. <clears throat> and uh, and he, he just moves so weird, dude. He doesn't move like a like a regular fighter. It's it would be really awkward to fight him, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Um, but then uh, another one, another event that happened over the weekend that I really want to talk to. I've never even talked to you about this before. Um, have you been watching bare knuckle boxing at all? The bare knuckle fight championship? No, I have not actually. Dude, what do you think about that shit? Um, tell you this much: you got some cojones being in that sport, especially doing bare knuckle. Like, bro, you can break bones with shit like that like fucking straight up broken noses like if you hit wrong you have nose can go straight into your brain and you can fucking kill him dude i don't think that's real you don't think that's real no dude so many people have fucking broken their noses in fights and that just never happened mm. i just i just don't think that's real bro i mean it maybe but I don't know, dude. They just got to punch right. I mean, they just got to punch the nose straight what you, on. What does the cartilage of your nose break against your skull? Uh, if you punch hard enough, the cartilage will just go, like, through your skull. Oh, dude, I don't know. We're going to have to get a doctor on for that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, uh, don't want to be spitting wrong facts here and then get canceled <laughs> like Joe Rogan did. Fuck Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, so this weekend there was a bare knuckle card, and uh, we had some UFC vets on that card, dude. Fucking, um, <laughs> the main event was you know who Mike Perry is, right? Mm, I don't actually. Oh god, dude! I didn't get you caught up on UFC, homie. <laughs> um, so Mike Perry's or Mike Perry's just this fucking guy. He would he was in the UFC for a while. He's just a brawler, dude. Like tough dude, fucking brawls, puncher, mm-hmm. heavy puncher, that kind of guy. And the he got released from the UFC and he joined up with bare knuckle boxing and um, he fought a guy named Julian Lane and you might know him. Um, he's that guy. Did you ever watch like uh, the ultimate fighter or anything like that? Uh, a little bit. I watched uh, the ultimate fighters when uh, McGregor was one of the, one of the coaches. And then when, um, uh crap i forgot his name but uh the blonde haired guy when he was a coach one with curly hair that looked like he was he like lived on a beach i forgot his oh, damn your name. Favorite? yeah yeah thank yeah. you so there's this guy named julian lane he he was on one of the older uh ultimate fighting things or one of the older uh fuck what's that goddamn show called again um whatever but uh he was on that and he had a really famous video of him he was like he was trying to fight someone in the fighter house and he was really fucking drunk and he was like crying and he's like saying, let me bang, bro. Let me bang. Fucking just made a damn fool of himself. on Oh, I know what I, okay. I know what part you're talking about. I saw that in a little yeah. mini clip. Yeah. Okay. So him and Julian or him and Mike Perry fought, uh, that was fucking crazy, dude. Uh, I, I honestly went into that thinking Mike Perry was going to fuck up Julian Lane, but Julian really made him work for it, dude. That was a really bloody war. It was... Dude, after the first round, they were both bloody the fuck up, and they went five rounds. Jesus. It was a it was a rough fight to watch, dude. I would not want to be in that kind of fight. 
um, two tough motherfuckers right there. And then, um, you know who Chad Mendez is, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's the guy that Conor McGregor knocked out back in the day. Mm-hmm. Fucking, he was a really good featherweight in the UFC. Um, he um, got released. I don't know if he. I don't think he actually did get released from the UFC. I think technically he's still contracted with the UFC, but he doesn't fight for them anymore. Oh, um, gotcha. He won his bare knuckle debut via TKO slash knockout. Um, that was dude Chad Mendez. Very technical boxing, dude. He, it was not anything like the Julian Lane Mike Perry fight. He was very technical. Uh, he dropped the dude four fucking times, dude. Damn. He dropped him three times in one round, and that's why the fight ended because on the third knockdown, that's the fight. Um, but he dropped him once at the end of the first round, and then like three times pretty quick in the second round. Uh, wow. So KO'd him in the second round. Um, really great performance, but. Really, what I took from Chad Mendez in this fight was that nigga's definitely on steroids, bro. <laughs> bro, oh my god, you should see pictures of him. He is fucking stacked. He looks like fucking Mike Tyson in the nineties, like early nineties, bro. Wow, fucking stacked as shit, dude. Like a lot more Jack than he was when he was in the UFC. He's always been a pretty Jack guy, mm-hmm. but um, he actually got popped for um, in the UFC. He got popped for a steroid. And he was out really? for Yeah, that's Damn. why he ended up in so long. Um, so I definitely think Chad Mendes is roided up, G. True that. <laughs> um, which, hey, dude, good for him. If I was bare knuckle boxing, dude, I'd take all the steroids. <laughs> dude, all of them. I mean, that that fight promotion for one does not seem too legit. Like the uh, the promoter of that thing dude he just looks like a cokehead like seedy like he looks like he might sell used cars on the side oh god he looks really seedy i i just i wouldn't trust that company so i'd just fucking go in there roided to the gills beat everyone they put in front of me and get some money speaking of money in that chad mendez said that he made more for this bare knuckle fight than francis and ganu did in his last title fight oh wow yeah, Francis Ngannou on paper made six hundred thousand for his last fight, um, and apparently Chad Mendez made more than that to fight some no name. Hmm. What do you think about that, dude? Well, shit, bro. That's just. Well, I mean, I just don't understand how he's just. It's a bigger pay grade for sure. Like, goddamn. I mean, God, just, I can't believe how people are getting paid. He's. I can't believe he got paid that amount for a title fight title fight like that that's just upsetting that yeah that just it really just shines more of a light on how fucking underpaid francis and ganu is um because there's there's absolutely no realm of possibility that chad mendez is a bigger name or better fighter than francis and ganu that's just not realistic true francis is the heavyweight champion of the fucking ufc dude that is like the most prestigious title you can get and Chad Mendez is making more than him for fighting some scrub in bare knuckle boxing. That's True crazy. That. It's fucking wild. And Chad Mendez can go in there on roids. Kidding me? <laughs> Francis should just go over to bare knuckle boxing, dude. He'll fucking kill everyone. Oh, yeah. He'll get paid like crazy. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on that one, dude. Uh, that's really all I got on the on the over the weekend shit that happened. Uh, you got You got anything that you liked over this weekend? Not really. I wasn't able to like uh, 
watch too much of uh the card, but I was able to see I get him like I was able to see a little bit of it. But uh, I, I mean, shit, you pretty much cover most of the shit I would have even tried to discuss. I mean, I didn't want I wasn't able to watch as much as I could because I was busy during the day, but I was catching up on what I needed. But um, no, uh, yeah. this last weekend wasn't really much as far as UFC goes. Honestly, the the bare knuckle card took more of my uh more of my attention than the UFC card. So I feel that. But now. Before we get on to the next card, I figure we could go into some MMA news. Interesting <laughs> indeed. Okay, so this guy named Andre Korshkov, he fights for Bellator. I believe he's a 185-er. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but he broke UFC veteran Chance Rencounter, uh, broke five of his ribs and punctured his lung and bruised his kidney with one spinning back kick to the ribs. What the fuck? One kick. Broke five ribs, bruised his kidney, and punctured his lung. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, that's a kick right there. That, yeah. Um, that he wouldn't be like getting up after that one, for sure. No, yeah, no, he dropped right away. I mean... <laughs> he, <laughs> he dropped right away. Yeah, he hit him with that kick, and I... I mean, fuck, who wouldn't have dropped? <laughs> but yeah. uh, that that tells me two things. Andre Koroshkov kicks like a fucking donkey, and um, he's still got it. Andre Koroshkov, he he hasn't fought in a couple years, man, and a lot of people forgot about him, but he's really, really fucking good. If you were to join the UFC right now, if you were to go from Bellator to the UFC, he would easily be in the top three of the division. Very good, very good fighter. Wow. Um, And, yeah, that, that kick is just nasty, dude. I cannot imagine... I would never want to experience that ever. Like just like that knee kick you did to me that one time when we were (laughs) work buddies, man. I'm just I'm telling you, like I would (laughs) I would rather go through that every day of my life, relocating my knee and telling the girl behind (laughs) me that I just slipped every day, every Uh, day. You sounded like a a battered wife for those who don't know who what we're talking about. Uh, me and Eric used to work together, and um, one time I decided I was a dick. I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but I, I came up behind him and I hit him with a leg kick, and uh, I dislocated his knee. And uh, Eric was screaming in agony, as anyone would be. And, <laughs> as anyone would be. <laughs> and some lady walks out of her apartment, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And Eric just kind of looks back at her, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I just slipped." <laughs> Sounded like a battered wife. He just slipped. <laughs> Their knee on the doorknob. Oh shit! <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that that's just crazy to me, dude. Can you imagine getting okay a broken rib? One broken rib hurts like a bitch. Oh yeah. Um, breaking five of them and it, it was like it broke like from the middle all the way up. Oh my god! It so bad. Your lungs just expanding those broken bones every time you take a breath, dude. Fuck. True that. Um. Yeah. So, shouts to Andre Koroshkov and don't fuck me up, buddy. Yeah, don't <laughs> fuck me up either. Just you know, stay. I'll 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 be cool. <laughs> Some other MMA news. Uh, Brian Ortega versus Yair Rodriguez is in the works, dude. Um, holy shit, that is a fucking fight. Brian Ortega is coming off um what a lot of people thought was the fight of the year, which I don't think is a fight of the year. It was. A good ass fight though against um, the champion Alexander Volkanovsky. 
Nyair Rodriguez is coming off an equally as thrilling fight against Max Holloway. Um, that fight, two things. It's going to be an absolute banger. Um, I don't know who's going to win that. It's going to be fucking crazy. And number two, Brian Ortega is not getting any favors in the UFC. Um, so his last three fights, that would be um, fucking Alexander Volkanovsky. Well, it, now it's going to be Yair Rodriguez and then Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. And then the Max Holloway and Volkanovsky fights, he got battered. Battered, bro. Oh, yeah, because I remember that fight. Uh, Max Holloway mid-fight was literally teaching him how to defend yeah. his punches. Yeah. I mean, they're not doing Brian Ortega's brain any favors here, dude. No. He's not going to be able to fucking talk by the time he's 40. Oh, no, not at all. Because Yair, and honestly, Yair's in the same kind of boat. This motherfucker's just getting to wars. Yair had a crazy war with Max Holloway, and he had a crazy war with the Korean zombie. I mean, dude, that is just, it's fireworks all the way around if one of them hasn't already, because, you know, you can only have so many of those kind of fights before you're just kind of done. Oh, yeah, of course. So if, you know, you never know, dude, their last fights. I mean, look at Mike Tyson, for instance. I mean, that man literally, he got battered so much, like literally in his old ages now, he's literally not going to be able to talk right for the rest of his life. Yeah, and fucking like Muhammad Ali, you know what I mean, like. I don't know. I think it's great matchmaking in the way that, you know, we're going to get a crazy fight. But it's terrible matchmaking for Brian Ortega, who you know is just going to get more brain damage. Yeah, exactly. They do not give that guy any fucking easy fights, dude. True. Yeah. Um, same with that year, though. They don't give either any of these guys fucking easy fights. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but that, that'll be a really good fight, man. I'm excited for that one. And another fight that uh, is potentially happening, dude. Ooh, this one I'm real excited for, man. Fucking Tony Ferguson versus Michael Chandler, dude. Tony Ferguson himself, huh? T. Ferg is coming back, babies, to fight Michael Chandler. And speaking of not doing people favors, they're really not doing Tony Ferguson any fucking favors here. Uh, (laughs) Tony Ferguson's coming off a goddamn annihilation from three different people. His last three fights, he got fucking worked. Um, Benil Daryush fucked him up, and then um, Wasn't Charles he, Oliver. Didn't he fight uh, Justin uh, Justin Gaethje? Yeah, yeah Gaethje. got fucked up. And then he fought Khabib too, and got fucked up, right? No, no. no? Uh, Justin Gaethje fought Khabib. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But um, yeah, Tony Ferguson and Khabib were supposed to fight on five different occasions, but they never did. Oh, gotcha. Um, but. Dude, that, that makes Tony Ferguson's last three fights getting beat up by Benil Dariush, by Charles Oliveira, and then getting beat up by Justin Gaethje. And now he's going to have to fight Michael Chandler, which is literally, in my opinion, just as fucking good as Michael Gaethje. Or, I mean, uh, Justin Gaethje, not Michael Gaethje. Michael Gaethje would be a beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, no favors for the man himself, Tony Ferguson. Uh, but if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know Tony Ferguson is our favorite fighter for this podcast. I will be rooting for T Ferg all day, baby. I know. Like if you like if you even put like just but putting a picture of Mike Chandler and Tony Ferguson up against each other when they're <laughs> posing on Way Lake, you literally can just tell how 
Michael Chandler is so much. He's ripped. He's fucking yeah. jacked. <laughs> and if you're just going to compare their fights that they had with Justin Gaethje, because they've both fought him. Michael Chandler and Justin Gaethje was such a close fight and it was such a crazy war. Like anything, like anyone could have won that fight. And then you see Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje and Justin Gaethje fucking molly whopped him, dude. It was bad. Mm-hmm. He TKO'd him in round four. I mean, it was bad. So I don't know. I don't, I don't see that going good for Tony Ferguson at all. Uh, no, not at all. I honestly, I think that might be a worse matchup for him than Justin Gaethje was. Uh, just based off punching, dude, because Michael Chandler, he's got vicious overhand rights, and Tony Ferguson is really susceptible to getting hit by overhand rights. Tony Ferguson gets hit a lot, way more than he should be. He's another one of those guys that's going to have major brain damage by the time. He probably already does. He's had a few mental breaks. Um, He's probably already got really bad brain damage, but this is not going to help. Not at all. But you can tell that the, what the UFC is doing here. Michael Chandler's come in and got two losses in a row in the UFC, so they want to get him a win over a good name. Oh, yeah. So, Tony Fer- obviously, obviously, I'm rooting for T-Ferg. Tony, oh, I, just, I see Tony Ferguson's uh, cauliflower ears getting uh, much worse than they are at this <laughs> very moment. He'll, he'll be lucky if that – he'll be lucky if his left ear stays on his, on his head. Like, that thing is so unbelievably bruised, it's not even funny. Yeah, it looks like one punch, the fucking whole thing's going to explode. It li- yeah, it literally looks like a, an inside-out ass, an inside out asshole. Like, it, it literally <laughs> looks, yeah, it, it, it's not pleasant. Inside-out asshole, inside-out asshole, dude, that's probably what Tony Ferguson calls all of his ex-girlfriends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so in other MMA-related news... Uh, Stipe Miocic was sworn in as a full-time firefighter of his town in his town of Westlake, Ohio. And really the only thing I thought of, well, I thought of two things. I always have two takes on something. Um, but the first thing I thought of was, hey, cool, good for him. You know, Stipe is a good firefighter, deserves it, you know. He deserves mm-hmm. to be a full-time firefighter and doing good things that he wants to be doing. Second thing that I thought of is, oh, he is his UFC career is coming to an end then. Um, if he now feels that he has the time to go full-time firefighting, that's going to be less training that he's going to be able to do. It almost makes me wonder if Stipe plans on coming back at all. Oh, yeah. Um, because he's been, a, he's been a firefighter his whole UFC career, but this is the first time that he's become full-time. So... You know, man, we might we might be seeing the end of Stipe's career here, bud. True. So maybe maybe it's time to say goodbye to the, one of the greatest UFC heavyweights of all time, which would be a book. I mean, you know, it happens, man. I mean, every fighter comes to an end. I know. I just feel like he's got so much left in him. Fucking the only, you know, he's only had two losses and. Well, he's had more than two losses, but only two recent losses. And they were to Daniel Cormier and Francis Ngannou. And he's beat Francis Ngannou, and then he came back and beat DC. So, mm. I mean, Stipe is arguably still the greatest heavyweight in the UFC right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so that would be a little bit disappointing if 
uh, he was not coming back. But I can understand it. You know, he is getting older. He's in his forties, I believe. Oh yeah, uh, it's just like an it's just like another fighter. I forgot his name, but like he even in the end of a fight, he even said that he had to stop fighting because like he had fucking two kids and a wife, and he's like, I'm I'm trying to stay here and be there to be able to talk to him and like you know like fucking raise them, not be fucking coming home every night in a fucking hospital bed. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's good for Stipe, for real. It's just not oh, good yeah. for the... <laughs> for, oh, yeah. Um, well, for the fans of Stipe as a fighter. I I, I do like that, though. I, I would like it if Stipe would move on, honestly, for the reason that I do think that maybe the division's moved past him a little bit. Yeah. Which might be a little bit bold to say because he probably still could beat almost everyone in the division besides maybe Francis. And he, he can beat Francis. We've seen it before. Yeah. So it might be bold of me to say, but he is getting older. He's taking some nasty knockouts. Uh for him and his he already if you've heard him talk, he already can barely talk. Oh yeah. So so I mean it'd probably be good for him and his whole family if he just quit fighting. Oh yeah. Just um take a take a good retirement. Take a yeah. Take it easy. And I'm guessing you won't know who these guys are. Um Darren Till and Kazmat Chemaev. Yeah, I don't know who they are. Okay, um, well, for the people that are listening to this for the MMA, you will be interested to hear that Darren Till is now training with Kazuma Chimaev, which is a good thing because Darren Till's been on a pretty bad losing streak as of late. Kazuma has come into the UFC as one of the newest, um, kind of the newest Russian, the great Russian hope, you know? He's like the evil Khabib is what they call him. Um, but now Darren Till is training with Kazuma and... Um, so hopefully we'll see Darren Till make some make some good improvements here, and um, all that tells me is that Cosmont's definitely legit. If Darren Till is willing to take training from him and learn from him, Cosmont's got to be legit. He's only got three fights in the UFC, um, but he's ran through all three of those guys. Like he's only taken one punch in the UFC, Eric. Wow, one punch out of all three guys that he's fought, he's beat them all very quickly in the first round. Jesus. <sighs> Two by submission and one by knockout. Wow. Fucking beast. Um, and so, yeah, now they're training together. That'll be interesting to see how that works out for Darren Till. And I'm interested to see interested to see where Cosmite goes in the future. Of course. Um, oh, this is a funnier uh, news thing. So, you know that Detroit Urban Survival guy? Uh... He's that guy that he's like fucking crazy, dude. Like, he's like showing people how to like disarm people with guns oh and, yeah i know what you're talking about and then uh like all of it all the shit he's teaching him is just like completely utter nonsense and like there's like people that like he's teaching a kid how to disarm a gun and he goes <laughs> in the middle of it he tells the kid to go slower <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah so he actually cornered joaquin buckley in his last ufc fight really yeah he was in the corner of joaquin buckley um, which that's smart on Joaquin Buckley's uh, stance. You know what I mean? Like fucking get a little attention to your name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it it made my news headlines, so I'm guessing it made most of the other podcast news headlines. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Joaquin Buckley won his fight. So, you know, obviously, it didn't hurt to have him in the corner. Probably oh, yeah. didn't help. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't actually see any of his corner advice. I don't know if he gave him any advice in the corner. 
uh, if he did, I'd be really interested to hear that. Oh, um, yeah. I really hope they had a mic on that guy because I really want to see that footage of him cornering him. That's fucking amazing to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great, dude. Um, <laughs> all right, so next, next little headline that I have here is uh, the UFC rankings in the middleweight division are all fucked up on their website, dude. They have they have three people as ranked as number four. <laughs> they have Derek Brunson, Sean Strickland, and uh, Paulo Costa all ranked as number four in the middleweight division, which oh, is obviously just a typo because um, right after number four, they have number seven, which is Jack Hermanson. So. In reality, they have Derek Brunson at number four, Sean Strickland at number five, and Paulo Costa at number six. But hmm. even even then, I do not think that Derek Brunson should be ranked number four. He definitely should not be ranked over Sean Strickland. Uh, Derek Brunson just brutally lost his last fight by knockout, and Sean Strickland just won his last fight. So if anything, I would probably drop Brunson down to number six, put Paulo Costa at number five, and Sean Strickland at number four. And then keep Jack Manson where he's at, number seven. Um, and then the top three in that division, um, just so that people know what the actual rankings are, are Robert, or Robert Whitaker at number one, Jared Cannonier, which is the one that just knocked out Derek Brunson. He's at number two. And Marvin Vittori at number three. Um, I'd really like to see Sean Strickland versus Marvin Vittori. Um, but they say that they won't fight each other because they're friends and training partners. Yeah, that'd be a good. Nah, I mean it's not that bad of an excuse. I mean it's it's a good one. I mean shit, if they are training together and friends, it's a good idea. Dude, honestly, I would. I think I'd rather fight someone that I knew. Um, like if if okay, take this for example. Um, if I was in the UFC and you were in the UFC, I'd rather you and me fight and go make a bunch of money off you and me fighting and having fun with it than me fighting some random person that I don't know and, like, you know. True that. I don't know. I, I think it would just be uh, – friends fighting is just different. You know, we could just basically go in there and have a sparring match and fucking get paid for it. True that. So – and, like, they both know who wins in the gym, so it's not like it's going to come as a surprise when they do it on the night. Oh, yeah, of course. So I've never really understood – why teammates wouldn't fight each other. I get why why the one that gets beat in practice wouldn't want to fight the one that doesn't get beat. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, even then, I mean, if you practice with, with this guy every every day and he beats your ass every day, why not go get paid for it? Oh, of course. You know? I don't know. I don't really get that. Um, oh, my last... My last news headline, dude. This one, actually, this is not my last. It's my second to last news headline. But this one is my craziest news headline. Um, so there's a zero and two Russian MMA fighters, zero wins, two losses. Mm-hmm. Um, he was training at his gym, got into a fight with a security guard of the gym, and the security guard shot him. Um, dude went into the hospital and made. He had a fight the next day and made it. Really? He made it to the fight and he lost. <laughs> so now he's zero and three. But oh, Jesus. Got shot one day and went and fought a pro fight the next day. What 
What'd you think of that, bud? Um, props to him, major balls. I mean, <laughs> shit. Like, I mean, oh yeah, man, I'm this... shot. You, you know, I'm, I'm cool, dude. Uh, you're shot. Are you sure you're able to fight? Yeah, man. I'm Russian. What do you mean? We, we grew up on drinking fucking vodka and fucking pissing outside and living on fucking ice cubes, bro. Like, <laughs> shit. I got this. Oh, I lost. Well, good try. <laughs> Yeah, I respect him in two different ways because, for one, uh, he's zero and two, and he still decided to take a third fight. Most guys wouldn't do that. Mm, true. Um, and then, number two, he gets fucking shot the day before his third fight, and he still takes the third fight. What a goddamn man. I don't know who this guy is. I don't remember his name, but I want him on the podcast. I want him on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, any of the listeners know him? Fucking tell him, tell him to get a hold of me, and we will do something. We will, um, we will get things set in order. Um, so, moving on from MMA news headlines, um, we're gonna go on to story of the day, buddy. And this is more story of the week. Um, kind of seems like we're on the brink of World War Three. Maybe. What do you think of that? Um. You know, I know it's going to be down the line more than likely, but, you know, hope I just try not to think about it because, like, hopefully they don't do a draft because that show would fucking blow. Have you, have you heard anything about this? Uh, I have not, actually. Okay, so basically what's going on is um, Russia has 200,000 200, troops on the borders of the Ukraine. Um. And it looks like Russia might invade the Ukraine. And basically what's going on is another Cold War. Because um, the whole deal with the Ukraine, because it used to be part of the USSR. And then um, after World War II, it got split from Russia. And um, part of the agreement of them getting split from Russia is that we would not try to make them part of NATO. Um, And... What we've done is made the Ukraine part of NATO, and now we have nuclear warheads in the Ukraine. So we have nuclear warheads on Russian borders, which is what they did not want, which is the whole reason that they did not want the Ukraine to be part of NATO. So um, basically, Russia just this is a very oversimplified way of looking at it, but it's basically the Cuban Missile Crisis in the way that. Russia had brought missiles over to a land right next to us. We didn't like that. Now we're doing it to them, and they don't like it. True. And now they've got 200,000 troops on the border of the Ukraine. Um, looks like maybe an invasion's in order. So it's been a while since we've talked about Russia in a, in a war capacity. Oh, yeah. I feel like lately it's been, you know, China, North Korea, um, that kind of shit. But looks like, uh, and also I've heard that um, the Ukraine is kind of just telling like our our government administration to butt the fuck out because because <laughs> us talking about it is only making tensions higher over there. They're basically saying like, shit's fucking good, just butt the fuck out. We don't need you guys right now. Uh, <laughs> it's basically only pissing off Russia more and. Uh, making the likelihood of them invading more. So, 
uh, honestly, that just shows me that America needs another big war for our fucking uh, for our financial prosperity. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that we want to fucking protect the Ukraine. Oh, of course not. Why would why do why do we give a shit about the Ukraine? Because we made a promise to them sixty years ago. Fucking who cares? Okay, I'm pretty sure we don't care about that. I'm pretty sure America knows that we need another big war for our economy to go up again. That's the only reason we went to Afghanistan. It's the only reason we went to Iraq in the Gulf War. It's, I mean, it's the only reason we go to war is for money. Oh yeah, and oil. There's a lot of there's a lot of fucking money to be made off going to war, and uh, and honestly, having a threat as big as Russia, kind of brings the country together more as a people because now it's like okay we've all got one common enemy and russia is kind of an easy one to put us against because you know they've been the bad guys since the 70s pretty much oh yeah as in like you know american media and shit like that so i don't know russia just seems like a scapegoat for a government to go make a bunch of fucking money off us being stupid (laughs) yeah of course but that's all the government ever does they just make money off us being stupid. Yeah, I mean, what do you like? People think like, of course, like, look at this, like, eh, like people always go like, oh, I'm gonna go to the bank and get a loan and get get. When what do they always get a loan for? Think about this. They always go like, oh, I want to get a car or I wanna I want to get a house or oh, I want to get a, a new purse. Like people don't think about this and like for the government, that's free money. That's like free money towards them. And, like, people don't realize that they can get a loan and invest in, like, a rental property or, like, fucking real estate and fucking get a passive income and then pay that loan off. And then, oh, shit, guess what? With that loan, you just have a fucking rental property and now you have constant passive income. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. The government will never stop and try to make money from us. I mean, that's just it's what they do, you know? Um, Of course. That's why the schools try to teach us, like. They don't teach us very much. So, like, fucking the government can, like, literally learn off, like, just earn off of our stupidity because we don't know how to make money because the government's just like, haha, we're not going to teach you shit. Yeah. Well, the only way that the school system does teach us is they teach us how to be obedient workers. Of course. That's they the main. They teach us how to go to a schedule of eight to five or nine to five and, like, fucking ask to go piss or ask to go poo or shit like that. It's just, yeah. Yeah. If, if, if China is a turd, then America is a polished turd. True. You know? It's literally, we're basically just China that looks like we're more free. Yeah. But we're, not, we're not any more free. Our government's just better at hiding it. Crazy. Crazy. Crazy indeed. But off of World War Three shit, dude, and on to the next UFC card. We're not going to talk too much about this next UFC card because we still got... Um, we still got fucking six days or whatever until the next or five days. So I'm going to put out another podcast right before it get a little bit more in depth on it. Um, but my last, my last question is actually, uh, it actually goes right into this. Uh, Benil Daryush is out of his UFC main event versus Islam Makachev. Uh, Bobby green is to replace him. Hmm. Bobby green was actually just in the last UFC card. And or not in the last one, but he was on the same card as Israel Adesanya. So very recently, um, he's stepping in to take on Islam Makachev, and Islam Makachev is um, like a like a uh, kind of talked about with Kazma Chamaev earlier, mm-hmm. being the next uh, 
Great Russian Hope. Uh, so is Islam Makachev. Islam Makachev is the training partner of Khabib. Uh, okay. Everyone basically says that he's even better than Khabib in the gym. Uh, but he has been knocked out in the UFC before. Oh. Um, Islam is 30 years old. He's 21 and 1. Um, he's 5 foot 10, 70 inch reach. There's the gist of him. Um, he's only lost in the UFC is from Adriano Martins via KO. Um, but other than that, he's looked very dominant in his fights. And by dominant, I mean like Khabib level dominant, where he's taking these guys down, beating them up, and submitting them. Um, Fairly quickly, uh, him and Khabib's game differ in one major way, which is uh, Khabib is, he wants to smash you, get on top of you, and ground and pound the fuck out of you. Uh, Islam wants to get on top of you and find a submission as quick as he can. So they're a little bit different in that way. I'd say that Khabib's a little bit more smothering on top, um, but they're both equally as good grappling. Islam or Khabib maybe has slightly better wrestling, but their grappling's basically the same. Um, Islam's striking might even be better than Khabib's. Uh, he's he's actually got a decent kicking game. Um, so he was supposed to be fighting um, motherfucking Benil Dariush, which would have been a great fight. I mean, that would have really showed us where Islam was at because Benil Dariush is super well rounded. He's the guy that just beat Tony Ferguson last. Um, I mean, he's a beast. He's really good at grappling. He's really good at striking. He's really good at wrestling. He's good at all. Um, so that would have told us a lot more than... Now he's fighting Bobby Green. Um, like I said, Bobby Green just fought in that Israel Adesanya card, and he's not bad at all. Um, but he's not... No one's ever accused Bobby Green of being a title challenger, okay? So he's good, but he's not top three good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And right now, I'm, we're trying to figure out if Islam Makachev is top three good, or even if he's championship level. So putting him against Bobby Green is not really the way to find that out. Um, <clears throat> but I did... What we do here on this podcast, Eric, is I kind of rattle off their last three fights. I give you the stats of their last three fights, and you give me a prediction based on those stats. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm going to give you Islam stats first. Islam is 30 years old. He's 21-1. and one. He's 5'10", 70-inch reach. His last fight was against Dan Hooker. He won that. Um, the strike differential in that was Islam hit him two times, and Dan Hooker hit Islam four times. Dan Hooker, Islam took Dan Hooker down and put him in a Kimura round one, two twenty five into the into the first round. Uh, so I mean that fight was almost no striking at all. I mean the only strikes that were landed were on the ground, uh, and that was like I mean. Fucking Islam just took Dan Hooker down right away, got on top of him, got him in a Kimura really quick. And Dan Hooker is a really good fighter. Um, I kind of see that going the same way with Bobby Green, honestly, but we'll, we'll, I'm, this is for your opinion. Um, and his last fight before that was against Tiago Moises. Um, he won that fight uh, by submission, rear naked choke. The striking differential in that fight was 61 to 13 uh, wow. in, favor, in favor of Islam. Jesus. Um, yeah, he, he landed three takedowns, and he actually did get taken down one time in that fight. Um, but he submitted him by rear naked choke in round four. Um, pretty dominant performance. Um, and then his fight before that was against Drew Dober. That was a win. 
outstruck him 15 to 10. He got three takedowns and subbed him with a triangle in round three. Okay, so there's Islam. Okay. Now, Bobby Green. Bobby Green is also five foot ten. He's got a one inch reach advantage on him at seventy one inches. Um, his record is twenty nine and twelve in the UFC. Um, so his last fight was against Nazarat Hakparas. That was the Izzy card. Uh, he won that by a unanimous decision, decision, and actually beat the dude up. Uh, he outstruck him one eighty eight to seventy six, bro. Wow, man. That's that's a pretty big fucking gap. Yeah. Uh, and then his fight before that, he fought Ally Aquinta. I'm not sure if you know who that is. I um, don't. Ally Aquinta actually fought Khabib back in the day. Um, he beat Ally Aquinta. Well, uh, Bobby Green beat Ally Aquinta. Uh, round one, KO. Outstruck him 28 to 10. And then... Third fight down on the list was a loss against Rafael Fazayev. Um, and actually, is a really close fight, man. Uh, and Rafael Fazayev is actually kind of being touted as like a future title contender. He, he's a really good fighter. Mm-hmm. And um, Bobby Green actually outstruck him 143 to 104 in that fight, and there was no takedowns. Um, but Rafael Fazayev was landing the bigger shots. He was backing up Bobby every time that he would hit him. Um, it was, but it was a really close fight. Gotcha. Okay, and then one more thing on these guys: they have one common opponent. They've both fought Tiago Moises. That was actually in uh, Islam Makachev's last three fights. Um, and when Bobby Green fought Tiago Moises, uh, he lost to him, but. Everyone thought that Bobby Green got robbed because Bobby Green outstruck him 143 to 104. They both got two takedowns, but they they had about the same amount of control time in the fight. Um, So a lot of people actually thought Bobby Green won that fight. But Islam Makachev dominated Tiago Moises. So if you're going to do MMA math, which is kind of hard to do, especially since Bobby Green's a striker and... uh, Islam's a wrestler. If you're going to do MMA math, then, uh, you know, one lost to Tiago Moises and one beat him. But who would, you, based on all the stats that I just gave you, who do you got in that fight? Got in the sick. I'm going to go with Islam. Yeah, I got to go with Islam too, man. I really like Bobby Green. Bobby Green's a real cool dude. He's fucking real as fuck. Cool dude. Uh, just don't think he's got it for Islam. True, especially with Islam's record. I mean, shit, you said twenty-one and one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I honestly do think uh, Islam's coach thinks this too. By the way, um, I think the only way to beat Islam is to catch him with a shot and knock him the fuck out. Kind of like how Khabib is. Like the only way you're going to beat Khabib is knock him the fuck out. Oh yeah. Um. But, you know, who knows? Bobby Green could knock him out. He's not necessarily True. known for his power, but he's knocked people out. True that. It's not, not like he can't knock someone out. So you never know, man. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. Based on everything that I just said, i got to give it to Islam. Oh, of course. And just based on what I've seen in the last few fights. I mean, Bobby Green's done really well in his last 
three fights except for the one against Fazayev, but even that was a really close fight. Mm-hmm. And Fazayev's really fucking good. Um, Fazayev was actually supposed to uh, headline a card with Rafael Dos Anjos um, last week. He was supposed to, or this last Saturday, he was supposed to be the headliner um, instead of Johnny Walker. And uh, Fazayev couldn't get into the into America because of visa issues. Gotcha. Um, but that takes us completely off of MMA, bro. We are fifty two minutes in. That's a kind of a long time to talk about MMA for this podcast, son. Oh yeah. <laughs> but now we're gonna move on to some segments, buddy. You ready for these? Oh, yeah, I am ready, sir. Hit him with me, man. Hit him with me, man. All right. Well, we're going to start off with a segment that we like to call How Dumb Are Ya? All right. Now, Eric, this is a this is a segment where I ask you what should be pretty easy questions to answer if you paid attention at all in history. Mm-hmm. And based on your answers, we'll determine how dumb are you? All right. How dumb are you? All right. <laughs> so uh, first question for you. When was the Declaration of Independence signed? What year? 1776, my guy. Good job. Of right. course. What year did World War II end? World War II end? Pfft. My dude, 1946. Oh, so close. It was 45. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people actually predicted it, predicted it to go on into... Uh, <laughs> 48, but once we drop those nukes, it was game over. (laughs) (laughs) We just did our special combo on them. (laughs) Fucking hold on one second. Tell me if you hear this, bro. I'm gonna, I'm about to fucking drop a little sound, dude. So we, we drop them nukes. Oh, wow. Oh, we dropped (laughs) them. We dropped them. (laughs) Um, all right. So what party? Was Abraham Lincoln? What political party? He was a Democrat, wasn't he? Republican. He's Republican. Oh shit! He actually founded the Republican Party. Hmm. Much different back then. The Republican Party. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, back then, the Republican Party was actually the anti-slavery party. Oh. As they were doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, how things change, right? But um, my last one for how dumb are you? You've done pretty good, man. You you yeah, at least got the Declaration of Independence right. Indeed. If you're right, you'll get two out of four. Name the three main Axis powers of World War Two. Axis powers of World War Two. The, the Axis powers. Okay, so that would be <clears throat> Russia, Japan, and Germany, right? Oh, damn it. So close again. <laughs> it was Germany, Italy, and Japan. God damn it. Russia was on our side for that one. Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> so close. So close. Because we did become enemies with Russia right after. Gotcha. Damn, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a score of 2.5 out of or 1.5 out of 4. 1.5 out of 4. I love that score. We're doing great. We're doing good. Now... Buddy, and this one is actually a fun one. All right, I like to call this "random questions with Gat," and I think you probably remember this segment from the last one, right? Yes, I do. 
this is a segment where I just ask random ass questions, and uh, you know, we'll see how just how just how funny Eric can make them. All right, buddy. If there's five extra hours in a day, how would you spend them? Oh, five extra hours in a day? How would I spend them? Yeah. By sleeping, of course. I figured you were going to say that. Yeah. But in all fairness, that's probably how I'd spend it, too. Yeah, man. You got to get rested up, of course. Or I'd jerk off a lot. Yeah. So much I could do in five hours. (laughs) Um, Okay. If you were going to have a beer with anyone from history, who would it be? Mm. Bob Marley, dude. Bob Marley, huh? You'd have a beer with Bob Marley. Of course. Right. I don't know if that guy was a drinker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'll be the first time he'd be drinking. (laughs) All right. Um, third question. You get one wish granted to you by a genie, but in order to get that wish, you have to kill your dog, poor Reese, by bare hand. Would you do it? No. Oh, look at you, you nice guy. You could use your wish to bring him back, you know. <laughs> but that seems kind of pointless. Then you just have to go through the trauma of killing your dog. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, most people would probably be like, yeah, sure, I'll kill my dog by bare hand to get anything that I want. And then once they do it, the only thing that they're going to want is their dog back. Of course. <laughs> um, okay. What celebrity do you hate the most and why? Uh, the celebrity I hate the most is definitely yeah. the girl that plays Captain Marvel. <laughs> okay. Brie Larson. Why do you hate Brie Larson so much? Uh, because... It's just like all the other Marvel actors and actresses say. She's cocky. She acts like she knows everything. She's just hard to work with. And, like, it's not only that. It's just, like, I don't know. She's just. You hate feminists. That's what it is. Uh, no. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I, I get you, bro. I don't really like, like feminists either. I just, I don't know. They could have gotten a better actress for the role, for sure. And the director didn't do a very good job with the movie either, so I guess I can't really give it that bad of credit for her. But still, yeah, really, just the whole movie in general wasn't great, was it? Because like uh, anybody could literally ask me, how, "What else have you seen Brie Larson?" And I'd be like, "Um, nothing," because Not I haven't sure. seen anything with <laughs> Brie Larson. She's a terrible <laughs> actress. <laughs> <laughs> like you should probably give not... up on acting and like learn something else. <laughs> I like her in Captain Marvel. I'll take. So um, I gotta agree with you on that. That I want to say it's my most hated celebrity. I'd say my most hated celebrity is Joe Rogan because he's taking everything I'm working for, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I was the first one saying the N word on podcasts. Oh boy! God damn it! <laughs> Fucking you! Sh- you guys should have heard the Mothman and Gat Pod. We were crazy. We were crazy, wazy. <laughs> the N-word was dropped at least every other word. <laughs> but you'll never know. I deleted them off Spotify. <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay, another question for you. How long have you known you were gay? Mm. Well, that's a broad <laughs> question. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
All right, whatever. Nice, nice, over, nice try there. Word, I but I just hope the audience can read that for what it is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how much money would it take for you to fuck a fish? <laughs> I'm talking like a large mouth bass. <laughs> I'm like enough to where I could pay off the U.S. the U.S. debt. It would take that much money for you to fuck a bitch? Yes. Bro, give me a fucking thousand bucks. Whoa, my God. <laughs> Shoot, oh, you, man. you should, yeah, you should uh, request a role for Jackass. Maybe you should get on there and do some Jackass shit. Dude, I'll tell you right now. How much in debt are we? Like fucking $13 trillion? Something like that. Trillions for sure. Okay, it would take so much less than $13 trillion for me to have sex with a fish. <laughs> so much less. So Dude, much I, less. I swear to God, I would fuck a fish for ten grand. Oh, my Lord. Now, I don't know if I, you know, to ejaculation, no. Because I don't think I'd be able to ejaculate in a fish. I don't think I would be able to bring myself to that point. But, um, yeah, dude, I'd put my dick in a fish for ten grand, dude. Oh, my God. Crazy if you want it. Crazy if you are. <laughs> um, okay. Ooh, be careful on this one, dude. What's your favorite race? Ooh. Man, uh, the human beings, bro. Mm. That's so my how do you favorite feel about the race. Kentucky Derby? The Kentucky Derby? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they can keep on derbying. <laughs> I wanted to catch you slipping on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted you to say fucking white people and then me be like, damn, dude, I was talking about like the Kentucky Derby or like the Daytona 500. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Now, thoughts on George Washington as a president. Or not as a president, but just thoughts on George Washington. Hmm. Could have been taller. Those are your thoughts, huh? Yeah, he could have been taller. I mean, what do you think of him as a president? President? Eh. You know, I'm not gonna say he's bad because we haven't. There's no no such thing as a perfect president. But mm. so yeah. so, you wouldn't say that owning slaves is bad? Yeah, <laughs> just like I said, <laughs> not every president's perfect. Hey, man, that's pretty far off from being perfect, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So yeah, I love catching you slipping on those kind of ones, dude. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Do you think Travis Scott from Fortnite could make it as a rapper? <sighs> oh, boy. These questions, man. Superior, superior questions and superior answers. Um, yeah, I think he totally could. Man, as long as he doesn't start getting into devil worshiping or anything like that, and maybe, you know, getting crowds killed, then, yeah, I think he could make it pretty well as a rapper. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, wait, what's that? Oh, my producer's telling me that he did exactly that. Oh, wow. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, he did do a satanic ritual that got a bunch of people killed on stage. What the fuck? All uh, right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, what is your opinion on Thomas the Tank Engine doing blackface? Mm. Wow, Thomas. <laughs> oh, f- how have you fallen? <laughs> You, you still with him, or are you against him now? I'm against that, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Jimmy Fallon did it. Jimmy Fallon. 
If Thomas the Tank Engine can't, then who can? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Next question. Would North Korea be better off with Kim Jong-un in a vegetative state? And no, that is not a food joke. Yes. They would be better off? Yes. They're all what, brainwashed. What? I mean, what what if I mean the man brainwashes everyone in North Korea and then they'd all be better off if the man was in a vegetative state. I think they'd be better off if he was in a vegetative state, but not for the same reason. I think they'd be better off if he was in a vegetative state because at least they'd have some veggies in that country, god damn it. God damn it, right. You right. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. If your girlfriend and your mother freaky Friday switched and you had to have sex with one of them for them to switch back. Which one would you sleep with? Oh, sweet lord. Think about that. Your girl and your mom, Freaky friday so your mom is in your girl's body and your girl's in your mom's body. But you gotta have sex with them for them to switch back. Which one are you doing, bro? Man, what <laughs> these superior <laughs> questions, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, gonna go with a girl, man. The girl, the girl in your mom's body. Yeah, man, dude. Jeez, no, no, the sick. other way around. No, not. Oh my way. god! So you want your mom to know how you have sex? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give it to you. No matter how you answered that, it wouldn't have sounded right. It wouldn't have been good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fucking sick, dude. <laughs> oh All god. Right. Okay, now. Next question. Who is your favorite historical figure and why is it Hitler? My historical fate, my it's not Hitler. <laughs> what do, where are you getting these facts? Where are you getting these <laughs> where are you getting these um these I just sources? I, I just figured. Oh, oh, okay, gotcha. And no, uh, no, no, definitely not, not, no. <laughs> so, all right. So, then who is your favorite historical figure? Hmm. It's a good question, to be honest. Christopher Columbus. Whoa! What? Yep. So, <laughs> oh my god. So, basically Hitler just before Hitler. <laughs> Man. You're not doing well with the other races today. <laughs> oh, okay. Um... You know, I really thought you were going to go with Hitler on that one. Yeah, you thought so? No, I thought not. It's almost like your blonde blue, blue eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Now, what are three things that you would buy to make a cashier call the cops on you out of suspicion? What, three things? Yeah, what are three things that you would buy if you were trying to get the cops calling on you for making a cashier suspicious. A toy gun, a black ski mask, and duct tape. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm thinking condoms, trash bags, and bleach. And bleach? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my, oh, by oh, the way, man. man, I am at two percent on my phone. So, uh, oh no, don't I'll worry, have bro. To wrap it up, unfortunately, fast. 
Don't worry, bro. We've only got one more segment, and it is my favorite segment. All right, brother. Guys, we are moving on to Fuck, Mary Kill. This is a segment in the podcast where I ask Eric three names, and he will choose out of that set of names one to fuck, one to marry, and one to kill. Eric, are you ready? I am ready. All right, your first three are John Wilkes Booth, Quavo from The Migos, and the Sham Wow guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill the <laughs> sham wow guy. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> uh uh I'll, f- <laughs> I'll fuck John Wilkes Booth and then I'll marry <laughs> then I'll marry uh fucking Quavo, I guess. Oh, wow, Get man. some money out of it, I suppose. Well, just so the people know, I would have chose Mary Sham Wow guy. Um uh, <laughs> Um, I agree with you on fuck John Wilkes Booth and uh, and then I'd kill Quavo. You know, never mind, dude. I'd kill John Wilkes Booth and I'd then kill Quavo. John Wilkes Booth and kill Quavo. <laughs> Mary Quavo. Um, all right, your next three: Jonah Hill from Superbad, Obama, and Bill Cosby. Uh, kill Bill Cosby. Damn it! Marry Jonah Hill, and then uh. Fuck Obama? Yeah. Man, what is it with you and black guys? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's interesting. <laughs> um, all right. Manny Pacquiao, Abraham Lincoln, and the entire Blue Man Group. Kill the entire Blue Man Group. Oh, geez. Uh, marry uh, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> and then kill, yeah. You, you, yeah. And then and fuck Abe Lincoln? Yep. Wow. All right. I would choose fuck Blue Man Group because that's a hell of an orgy. Um, kill Abe Lincoln because, you know, it's kind of in his destiny. It's just and, in his uh, destiny. <laughs> and uh, uh, marry Manny Pacquiao. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Next three. Hitler, Jeffrey Epstein, Joe Rogan. Oh, my God. Kill Hitler, mar- <laughs> marry Joe Rogan, and then kill or uh, yeah, not kill, but yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Fuck Jeffrey Epstein. Unfortunately, yes. You want to be the first? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, in that one, I'd have to. Cho- I'd have to kill Joe Rogan because, like I said, he's taken everything I work for. Um, and then I'd probably marry Epstein because, you know, you get a private island and jet. Um, and then yeah, fuck Hitler. Um, wow. Now. The next three that you got are all three of the Spider-Men. So Andrew Garfield, uh, Tom Holland, and Tobey Maguire. Uh, kill Tom Holland, marry Tobey Maguire, and fuck Andrew Garfield for sure. Good choices. This is exactly what I'd pick. Yeah, of course. I mean, why? Who wouldn't marry Tobey Maguire? And I mean, you can't kill Andrew because then you can't. You just feel bad for him because I mean, his aunt's dead, his uncle's dead, his dad dead, mom dead, and even Mary Jane, even Mary Jane, fucking dead. Uh, yeah, Bro, a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I agree. He's got to have someone in his love life. <laughs> oh, and speaking of wow, um, we got Shaq, Owen Wilson, wow, and. Uh, PSY from Gangnam Style. The Gangnam Style guy. Kill Gangnam Style guy. Marry Shaquille okay. O'Neal and kill or not and and uh, fuck Owen Wilson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, all right. I would probably 
Fuck Kingdom Style Guy. Um, Mary Shaq, because he's rich as hell. Yeah. Oh, man, no. You got this one right, bro. You got this one right. I'd kill Gangnam Style Guy, because how are you going to kill Owen Wilson, dude? Of course. So See? kill Gangnam Style Guy. Yeah, you're right, dude. Fucking. No, nah, I'd fuck Shaq. Yeah. Just because he's fucking. That's a big beast to take down, son. Yeah. And then Mary Owen Wilson, because he'd probably make me laugh all the time. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. You know what I you know I think about that, dude? Wow. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, well, guys, that brings us to the end of our podcast. Old Mothman here's got to take a heart out, and uh, old Gaddy here's got to get rid of his hard D. Mm. <laughs> Eric, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. And, uh, shit, guys. We'll see you on episode number fucking 10. It's coming up soon. Um, Eric, if you want to get off, that is completely understandable. But at the end of the podcast, what I like to do is play a song to lead us out. Um, so if you want to just stay on, maybe until your phone dies or whatever, um, I'm going to select us a song real quick for the All end of the right, brother. And actually, let me know right away if you can hear it. All righty. I don't hear anything. Yeah. A little bit, but it's laggy. There we go.
her, don't you cry. She gets weird when you talk about it. Oh, baby, turn up the light. You're gonna make my body fly. Oh, baby, don't you cry. She gets weird when you talk about it. All right, guys, it's been In the Cage with Zach and Gat with our special guest and mm, old co-host, Mothman. Um, give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter, at In the Cage Pod. Um, same thing on YouTube and on Facebook. It is In the Cage with Zach and Gat. Um, guys, we're fucking booming. This thing is getting going. Uh, fucking feel free to give us a listen, man, and give us a watch on YouTube. We're going to start doing a lot more shit on there. Um, fucking peace out, you silly bitches.